I think I forgot how much I love to entertain. Yeah, Fourth of July was always your big, your big show off. Get out the red, white, and blue china, decorate the house. And we didn't do it this year. Yeah, we didn't do it last year either, but we were at the beach, so I didn't feel like a void. And then um, we didn't cook really on 4th of July, but last night my parents came over and we had them over for dinner and I got to break out the red, white, and blue and do the stuff and have the fancy napkins and do the whole thing. And I kind of have forgotten since we haven't done that in a really long time, how much I love it. Yeah, you you, um, were very excited to go into the basement and dig out your... Is it serviceware? What is it? Serveware. Serveware. Yes, I was. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that Callie, in uh, being so excited to break out her serveware, uh, cleaned the dining room and our outdoor patio in the heat yesterday, like top to bottom. And the living room. And the living room. Yeah. So thank you for your your tidying skills. You're welcome. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for crossing micro anxieties off my list. When I was cleaning, there were probably like six things on that list that drive me nuts every time I see them that I'm like, I really need to take care of that. And I never do. And yesterday I crossed so many off my list. I'm like, oh, it feels so good. Was one of them get the lawn clippers out of the living room? Yes. Okay. Or not yeah. lawn clippers. What are they? They're like shears. But they're like, she- yeah, they're like garden shears. Garden shears. They're my dad's that I borrowed when I was cleaning up the cemetery when, when Chrissy and I were doing that last summer. Yeah. And I just never returned them. Another one was there's like a plant, a dried plant in our living room that has seen better days. I assume just because it's right next to the door, the humidity, it's like wilting. And I keep meaning to toss it. And I haven't got rid of that. There is a strap of some sort that I think fell out of the trash. One time we were taking the trash out and it's been sitting in the front lawn for three months. You found it and got rid of it? Oh my gosh, it's been driving me nuts. <laughs> and every time my parents comes come over, my mom's like, there's something right. And I'm like, I know, I got to pick it up. And it takes two seconds. Why didn't you tell me to pick it up? Um, I think I've told you before. We're oh. like, oh yeah, we'll get it later. Oh. And then it's just always later. You got know? it. Yep. Anyways, yay for getting rid of micro anxieties. This weekend was obviously the 4th of July on Saturday. Callie and I did nothing, zero. Uh, we, we ordered barbecue for dinner. and Well, actually, I take it back. We did do something on the 4th of July. Perhaps we saved a life. Yeah, we did. Because when live PD- In our minds, we did. When live PD gets canceled, we go find the live PD stories. We do. We're driving back from picking up uh, barbecue for dinner- and out of the corner of my eye, I see a dude in a parking lot lying in an empty parking space, like rolling around with nobody. There's no cars in the parking lot. There's no other people around. So I'm like, what? Did I just see that? And we pull in. So Jeff turns around and he th- he's like, I think we might need to help someone. And I thought that you were pulling over for a dog. Cause normally when we pull over to help something, it's like somebody's dog got out or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, it was a dude 
and Callie called 911 and then we sat there for a few minutes. I either he was on something or he had just been way overserved. Like way. Because he would stand up a few times and then take a few steps and stagger and sit himself back down. His shoes were off at one point. Uh, and the thing that really bummed me out about it, about this guy, is uh, I think he, he did not appear to be homeless or someone who lives on the streets. He appears to no. be somebody who went out to celebrate the 4th of July and, and got separated from his Partied crew. a little too hard. Yeah. So his friends let him wander away like that. <laughs> like, that's not cool, y'all. Yeah. So a police officer pulled up and started talking to him, and that's that's when we left. But, um, I mean, this guy was wasted. Or something. I don't know. But, yeah, so we were feeling like, okay, that's cool. We did our good deed. I hope that I'm never alone in a parking lot rolling around. But if I am, I hope that somebody calls the police and the ambulance and gets me the help that I need. So hopefully that gentleman had a safe night and didn't – he was also, like, four feet from a – hugely busy road. Yeah. So he was kind of stumbling towards that at one point. We're like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, so we were kind of, anyways. Like, like, we didn't have to get out of the car and be like, hey, don't walk that way at all. Uh, but, yeah, poor dude. Um, and then the, the then we came home, we ate dinner, and then we watched the very appropriate Independence Day because it's Independence Day. I forgot. I thought I liked that movie, but I don't. Oh, you don't? No. Oh. It's really... Well, I feel like, well, it's really old, but for its time, it was very advanced with like special effects. It's and not now that old is nineties, right? 96, which is 15 years. No. Yeah. 15. No, 25 years. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is older. So, um, and I don't know, it's just like, there are interestingly enough, like so many famous people in that movie. I forgot how, like the whole cast is, you know, people that we've seen in other stuff. Um, by now, but I just, it's a little just too, it's a little too unrealistic. The, well, you say that, but at one point we looked at each other and said, if this happened in the year 2020, would we really be surprised? Like if a shadow came over the land and we all looked the up land. And, it was a, and, it, and it was an alien spacecraft about to decimate the city we were in. Would we really in this year be shocked? Well, that's not what I was saying when I said, what if this happened now? There were people, mass exodus, driving, packing, trying to get out, whatever. And I was like, if that happened, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't understand. So like if there were a reason, like if something happened, not like an alien space force or whatever but like if something happened that made us all have to get out of major cities like that would not surprise me i'm like oh it looks like everyone now like oh, everyone's I panicking see. everyone's trying to like get somewhere safe like it's not the alien thing take that out of it it's not that far-fetched right like if this <laughs> like if the city of pittsburgh develops a citywide gas leak and the entire city has to evacuate we'd be like yeah 2020 sounds about right yep 2020 uh, and then Sunday was yesterday was my dad's birthday. Um, you know, we weren't able to go up there and, and be with him, but we sent him uh, some gifts and the stuff that I sent him was all uh, grill themed. 
So I sent him some steaks. I sent him a meat thermometer. And then I recruited their neighbor, his neighbors across the street to accept the delivery of a little grill, a little gas grill, and wheel it over to him on Friday. So, so that was our gift to my dad. And the cake. We sent him a cake. Oh, yeah. His and favorite we, cake. We sent him a cake. And then I, did you know that your mom had sent him cookies while yeah. we sent him cake? Yeah. No, I didn't know that until after she had already sent them. So, um, yeah. And so my mom sent him cookies. And then the other neighbors, he was sending us pictures, brought him another cake. I mean, he is living like a king. <laughs> he's going to be uh, he's going to have a great birthday, um, but he's also going to be 408 pounds because right. of all the food that was delivered to him. But I thought he would like the the grill because growing up, we always had, he always had um, a charcoal Weber grill. Did you ever have one of those, Callie, or your dad, the we round? We not, it, but I know what you're talking about. It's like a round ball on a stand mm -hmm. and you got to put the charcoal in there and you put the thing that either lighter fluid or you put it like a, a electric thing in to get the charcoal hot, then you spread the charcoal out and then you can cook on the grill. It's just, it's a lot of steps. And I thought a gas grill, there's like a little two burner gas grill that I could have delivered to his neighbor's house. And now if he wants like a grilled cheeseburger, you just go turn the gas and on and push the button. The best son ever because Jeff also ordered a big red bow off Amazon and had the neighbor put that on it. Yeah. He thought of everything. Jeff is the best son ever. So, um, and I'm just trying to keep up with his neighbors because they decorated this cake, brought it over. Uh, so he had, um, a really all things considered a really good birthday. Like he, I think he felt the love. So, yeah. and he had a great week. The casino in upstate New York is open um, for residents. Like if you live within 50 miles of the casino, you can go to it or, or something. It's, it's, uh, some, so he went a couple times last week and he had a really good week at the casino, which I feel like was my mom's gift to him. Yeah, it totally was. Yeah. So, um, I want to, in the spirit of 4th of July, I want to share something that I found was sent to me, um, off of Reddit where a person on Reddit asked people from other countries to name things that they love or envy about America. And I thought this was a really interesting list. Okay. Um, the first two are really poignant given the, the, the times that we're living in. Uh, number one, people love how diverse the country is, the people, the food, the architecture, the geography, the fact that there's cities, that there's beaches, there's mountains, there's desert, there's farmland, um, that there's people living all sorts of different people living in all sorts of different places that you can go into cities and block by block eat food from different continents. Mm -hmm. Like people think that's really cool. The second thing that came up was freedom of speech. Um, I think we take it for granted and we love to scream about the negativity and the divisiveness that exists on Facebook and the yeah. internet and, and we complain about it. But there are some countries where you can't do that. I mean, there's a lot of countries where like, you can't do that. So if you criticize the government on Facebook or you openly disagree with the leader of a country in some parts of the world, you go to jail and maybe or are never- Or you disappear. Or you're never heard of from again. Never heard from again. So I thought that was- uh, 
I think we all take that for granted a little uh, bit. Completely. I was like, even our internet stuff. Like there are some countries where you can't get on social media. I heard that they banned TikTok in India. Did you tell me that? I did not tell you that. But I heard somebody say that TikTok is banned in, in, in India. And that's just such a foreign concept, I think, to Americans. Yeah. Uh, other things that are on the list, uh, how many entertainment options there are. We have hundreds of TV channels that are filled with all sorts of programming, endless movies, so much music, people like that. Uh, how nice, talkative, and helpful Americans are in general. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Yep. Um, people say that it's interesting that we say, how are you when we greet people? Cause they didn't. I think that's a Southern thing though. Cause in New York, people don't do that. And I remember being like, I remember the first time I went to New York with you, um, like anywhere. And your parents aren't from like the city. They're, you know, like out in upstate. And, um, I remember walking in somewhere and being like, Hey, how are you? And the person just looking at me. Like, so, like, like how am I supposed something? to respond to that? Yeah. Like they just thought it was weird. And I was like, no, that's just what we say. <laughs> uh, people in other countries are envious about how big our houses and apartments are. Uh, somebody who posted from Hong Kong said anything over a thousand square feet in Hong Kong is super luxurious. Wow. Um, and I think in the States that would be a small apartment would be a thousand square feet, right? Yeah. Unless you live in Manhattan or um, San Francisco. Uh, some other things, a little more superficial. Uh, the fact that we can turn right on red lights. Oh. The fact that we get free refills at restaurants. Yes. The fact that NASA and SpaceX are a thing. Like most countries don't travel to space. I hadn't thought about that. I know. That's the American things we take for granted. Uh, zip codes and phone numbers are easier. Um it just, they just make more sense on how they're sorted. And then somebody said, your food innovations. And this person went on to specifically mention. I was about to say, are they looking at the Taco Bell menu? They mentioned KFC's double down sandwich. The quote was, my country never would have thought about replacing the bread in a chicken sandwich with more chicken. Yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. But um, I did. So my sister years ago dated a guy from Mauritius. Um, which is off the coast of Madagascar, random I know. They were both studying abroad in Australia. And um, he thought, my mom, I remember he came here to visit and my mom asked what he thought was notable or different or weird or whatever about America. And he said, everything here is big. Like when you order food, it's so much food. All the cars, huge. Like everybody drives big SUVs. Right. Um, there's drive-throughs for everything. Like he was amazed that you could drive through and get your dry cleaning. Right. Like he's like, you guys just have like, everything's big. Everything's huge. Everything's over the top, which I think is true. I've heard that before too, that, that we are served an obscene amount of food. Yeah. Like when we order food at a restaurant. Yeah. So I just thought in the, you know, shadow of everything that the country's going through that looking at it from the perspective of somebody from another part of the world. Would be I good. like it. So, yeah. I like it. Um, we got the sweetest, email from Jeff's uncle Fred. Now I had not realized that we talked about uncle Fred on here before. Um, but I posted one of the emails he sent us on my Instagram and people were like, Oh my God, is that Jeff's uncle Fred that he's talked about on the show? And I was like, I don't remember us talking about uncle Fred, but I guess we did. I think you've talked about him because you think he's the most adorable human being on planet earth. He is the sweetest guy. And Jeff, um, he is so, um, 
I, I hate the word predictable because that's a bad thing. That sounds like a bad thing, but you always can count on him to make you feel good. Yes. To make you feel like you're the only person in the room. Yes. Like he just is such a joy and a delight to be around. And, um, he's 93. He's Jeff's uncle. Um, and so should I read the email? He sent us two because we sent Uncle Fred peaches last week. Yeah, we are going to center our gratitude mission this week, our gratitude challenge, rather, this week around Uncle Fred. Because yes. the tone of his emails is so positive and makes you feel good that we want to challenge ourselves and everybody hearing our voice to write an email like uncle Fred to make somebody else feel as good and important. And as uncle Fred makes us feel in his I, emails and he writes similar emails to Jeff's dad. Like it's yeah. not exclusive to us. It's not like, you know, yeah. um, he's just that kind of person. So we mailed him and people were asking me about this online too. We went to the fruit stand near our house and overnighted him some peaches because we just thought we were doing it for another friend and just thought he would think that was neat. And he sent us this email. Hi, Jeffrey and Callie. I ate my first Georgia peach today. Mmm, so delicious. The sweet juice ran right down my chin. It's the best peach that I have ever had. Bless you both for sending that wonderful gift to me. Love you both. Fred. And there's, you know what it is? It's the, it's the adjectives. And it's the best peach that he ever had. And it's the, and I believe him. Like I yeah. believe at that moment in time it, it, where he was, it's the best peach that he ever had. And uh, I think that if we all, rather than just firing off like standard issue thank yous or standard issue emails, like if we all dialed in on something that was really poignant about what we're or thanking unique. somebody for yeah. unique and just added that one line in there. It goes from being like a thank you. Like, Hey, thanks for the peaches to, Oh my gosh. Wow. He really loved and appreciated that. And that made me feel really good. I think I gave you the first email he sent you did. when the package arrived. Will you read how he described? I love it. The f I think it's like the first paragraph. Yeah. Hi, Jeff and Callie. He didn't call you Jeffrey. That's weird. Thank you so much for the beautiful, perfect Georgia peaches. I'll let them ripen up a few days and then I'll enjoy them. I have heard of them, but never had the pleasure of eating one. So I am anxious to do that. Then he said, gee, who did the great packing job? Was it a professional? I thought that it was. That line right there made my day. Cause you know who packed them? Jeff I Dollar. Did. And it wasn't anything fancy. I put some bubble wrap in there and then like some crumpled up news pack paper you know, like that newsprint packing stuff. That was it. But the fact that he noticed that and acknowledged it, that was so I think great. that's the gratitude part too. Cause like that made you feel so good. And that's a detail that most people would have overlooked. hundred percent. So look for, if you aren't someone that normally pays attention to little details, look for that and compliment someone on, you know, the really small detail and it will make them feel like a million bucks. And that We'll send another human into the world in a good, loving, kind-hearted mood. Here is today's quote. It's not the weight of the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry that load. 
One of the most important parts of the summer is to hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. And if you're out, maybe you're on the water, maybe you're at the beach having some cocktails and that's so fun, but don't forget to hydrate, which I am totally guilty of. Jeff is too. Liquid IV can help with that. And it's easy to take with you. They come in little sticks of powder, right? My favorite is the lemon lime flavor. And anytime you have a water bottle around, throw it in your water bottle and you are getting the same hydration as you would if you were drinking two to three bottles of water. So it's mindless. It's easy. Do not let yourself get dehydrated this summer. You're going to love liquid IV and it will be a summer staple for you. And so lightweight. It's so easy. You can just throw it in any of your bags, put it in your car, have it everywhere you go. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco and Target, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off of anything you order when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Callie and I are big fans of CBD products to help handle all sorts of things. If you're feeling stressed, if you're having trouble sleeping, even if you have some pain or soreness, CBD can help. And there's a brand new way to use CBD to help you feel better. Caliper CBD powder is completely tasteless and mixes easy in any food or drink. And it's also measured out precisely, exactly 20 milligrams in each packet of Caliper CBD. So if you are trying to experiment with CBD, find out what dosage is perfect for you. No more guessing using oils and eyedroppers. Now you've got a powder that's exactly 20 milligrams. Plus, think about this, oil and water don't mix and with the human body being mostly water, how much of that CBD oil is actually getting to where it's supposed to go? Caliper CD, CBD comes in affordable 10 and 30 count packs. You can get started for under $20. Get 20% off your first order when you use the promo code UPSIDE at tricaliper.com slash upside. That's T-R-Y-C-A-L-I-P-E-R.com slash upside. And don't forget the promo code upside for 20% off your first order. We've been working with BetterHelp for a while. And the reason that Jeff and I love it so much is because the number one question that we're asked is how do you get started with a therapist? How do you know who you're going to connect with, who can help you with the issues that are specific to you that you want to um, grow in? And honestly, we haven't had a great answer until BetterHelp joined as an ad partner of the show. And what they do is super awesome. There's also a 1 million official users, people just like us, using BetterHelp to be hooked up with a licensed professional counselor virtually. So you never have to leave your house. You don't have to go anywhere. And they do all of the hard work for you. Well, the hard work of finding the right counselor, right? So you go to betterhelp.com slash upside. They're going to ask you some questions about your goals, what you want to accomplish, kind of what's going on in your life. And they're going to hook you up with a counselor that they think is a great fit for you. You can meet with this person on video chat, over the phone, text message, whatever's good for you. And if you don't chive with the person and you're feeling like it's not working for you, no questions asked, they will hook you up with someone else. Join over 1 million people who are now taking charge of their mental health. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. BetterHelp.com slash upside. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash upside. Name that noise. Name that noise. 
This is one of my favorite. Are we calling it a game? Yeah, it's a game contest. Whatever contest that we do. Um, Jeff records a noise. I do not know what it is. And then you try to guess what it is. And if you do and you get it right and you stump Jeff Dollar, there's a hundred bucks in it for you. Uh, and it gives us a chance to talk to you who listen to which the we, show. Which we love. Yeah, we love that. Hello. Hey, Ashley, it's Callie and Jeff. Hey, how are you? We're good. How about you? Good, thank you. Did you do anything out of the ordinary this past 4th of July weekend? Um, Out of the ordinary as in it was in no way a normal 4th of July weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that right. is true. Yeah, I guess that's right. So uh, <laughs> what, what did you do over the weekend? Um, I uh, went to visit a couple of friends that have a pool in their backyard. So it was a very small the date gathering. And what would a normal 4th of July look like for you? Um, hopefully going to the lake. Yeah. The beach, yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, I had, a, I got to see some good friends, you know, outside, spaced out, but you know, I want to hug people and it's so weird. Do all that stuff. Yeah. Maybe but so- don't, don't worry. I'm firmly on the mask train with y'all. So. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll be allowed to hug again. Maybe someday. Yeah. But if we're not, we get to explain to our kids things like what a a hug was. And we get to say when we would see someone, we would go, oh, hey, Ashley, how are you? And then we would bring them close to us and squeeze them. And kids are going to be like, why would you do that? You (laughs) touched people? Right. You shook their hands? That's gross. So weird. Hugs. Oh, Jeremy. (laughs) Oh, Jeremy. All right, Ashley, enough small talk. You're here for a reason, right? Yep. All right. Uh, now, you're only the third guest if we're counting Callie's. So, right? Okay. So, uh, if you get this, it's a huge feat, uh, but you won't. I'm, okay. I'm confident in this one. <laughs> no All right. pressure. All right. No I'm, I'm going to turn you down, play the sound one more time, and then we'll bring you back on the show, okay. and you, you get to name that noise. All right, Ashley, name that noise. Okay, so my guess is that it is a uh, the plastic box that, like, Tic Tacs come in, and there's some left rattling around. Ooh, that's a good guess. That's a really, really good guess. <laughs> it's also wrong. <laughs> Jeff, I just wish that when we were playing that noise, Jeff was looking at me, he had his eyebrows raised, and he's like, no one's going to get this because I'm really smart. <laughs> well, and then, but I can't. <laughs> he is so confident. But Callie kind of smirked back at me like she might know what it is. Oh, no, you, I don't oh, know. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> All right, Ashley. Well, if you Callie, come up. you still don't know? No, I have no idea. He recorded it when I wasn't around and he didn't tell me what it was. So I have zero idea. The only ones that know who it is are the dogs and they're not talking. So. <laughs> They're good secret keepers. They're good secret All keepers. Right. Well, All right. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, Ashley. And don't forget, you can play again. If you have another guest, just send a text in. Um, text the word noise, and uh, the computer randomly picks somebody every 24 hours. So you could get okay, picked cool. again. All right, Ashley. Thank you. I'll, I'll brainstorm. Thanks, y'all. Oops, I hung up on her. I hate it when I do that. Sorry, Ashley. Uh, 800-434-5454 is our phone number. rude. I know. Uh, I used to do that all the time at the radio station because you're like looking at the next call and people are like. You just get happy hands and then you're like, ah. 
Yeah. And they're always saying something really interesting. Like they're always like, you were talking about Independence Day and I got abducted by Alec Click and they're gone. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, 800-434-5454 is the number. Text the word noise if you want to guess. Here are today's three random things. Number one, Walmart is transforming over 150 store parking lots to drive-in movie theaters. Uh, by the month of August. Love it. They're going to bring families together for a little summer fun with a drive-in movie tour. Uh, beginning in August, Walmart's going to roll out this experience in towns across the country. They're gonna, there's going to be a total of 320 showings. Um, and they're going to have movies, special appearances from like celebrities and people who are in the movies concessions delivered right to customer vehicles. Uh, you can go to walmart.com for all the, de- I'm sorry, walmartdrivein.com and they, it's walmartdrive-in.com for all the details. You know what's great for Walmart about this? And this is a seriously blonde thought for me to say, Yeah, but I'm going to say it anyways. Yeah. You know what's great for Walmart about that? What's- they don't have to buy anything. Like concession, like everything's in the store. Everything is in the store. So that's like a zero loss. Like there's no loss for them whatsoever. And with the way, like we went to a drive-in a couple of weeks ago and it was a great time. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. So cool. Just something different to do. And then we, and it's something that I think you can do fairly safely so by social distancing mm-hmm. because it's outdoors and- everybody's car, you get two parking spots. I don't know how Walmart's going to do it, but where we went in, in Sandy Springs, Georgia, you get two parking spots. So you get where your car is and then you get the spot right in front of it. So everybody kind of hangs out. Like there's literally paint on the grounds and like, that's your box. Right. And everybody kind of hangs out in their box and you can order a soda or popcorn or a beer from concessions and they bring it out to your parking spot. It's great. It was awesome. So, um, Two highly recommend votes for uh, going to a drive-in movie. Uh, your dog follows you everywhere because even though they were domesticated thousands of years ago, they still have a pack mentality. And I pulled this story, Callie, because Lily was following you around all day yesterday. Yeah, she really – and usually she follows Jeff because Jeff is the one that is home with her all day. Um, but I've been home and off work for a couple of days. And, yeah, she's just been following me around looking at me like, so what are we doing next? What are we doing next? Well, one, I think she's starting to figure out that that there's something going on with you. There's a baby in there. Yeah. I think that's part of it. And then, two, um, also I think uh, – I was kind of in the kitchen all day yesterday, so I wasn't doing anything exciting. Like you were outside, you were down in the basement, you were moving furniture around. You had projects that she could I weigh in on. did have projects that she could weigh in on, and she did. Uh, so the genetic instinct to be to follow you around is what motivates them to watch you closely as the pack leader and also to seek out your physical touch because in a pack – if you have a pack mentality, um, physical touch from the pack leader is a sign of acceptance into the pack. Oh, Lily, you're part of the pack. You're accepted. Sadie's a one-man beagle pack. Sadie's a one-man beagle pack? Like Jeff Dollar is a one-man wolf pack. Yep. All right. And my third random thing is uh, the coronavirus obviously has 
uh, an increased attention on germs and how often people are cleaning their house and how thoroughly they're cleaning their house. Uh, two of the worst offenders in your home that don't get cleaned enough. Number one, your kitchen sponge. It should be replaced frequently. Not in our house. You wash ours all the time. Well, you could just, th- do you know you can throw them in the dishwasher? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, you can just put a kitchen sponge on the top rack of your dishwasher. We do it all the time. Um, I didn't realize this, but a lot of states ban or communities ban sponges from restaurant kitchens because they're, they so harbor so much ser- germs. Yeah. And then the other thing that gets ignored but needs to be washed frequently, a toothbrush holder. And I thought, when is the last time? Do you do you have a cup on your bathroom sink? Um, I do, and I need to put it in the dishwasher. It's just, it's gross. When's the last time you did that? Months. I mean, has it been since we've lived in this house over oh, a year Oh, I've done ago? it since we lived in this house, but maybe only once. I don't know that I have. I'll do it tonight, though. Right. So uh, that is my third random thing. Last week, we talked about our friend Andrew, who got engaged, and he got engaged um, to his boyfriend, Mark, who was proposing to him, and he was in the worst mood ever. He Andrew really- was, not Mark. No, Mark was in a great mood because he knew that he was proposing. Andrew did not know the proposal was coming. Horrible, bad mood. And I made the point that we know so many people who had, had either almost ruined their proposal because they were in such a bad mood or... Um, like almost ruin their proposal by refusing to be a part of it. We got a bunch of phone calls. Uh, they'll be in the montage at the end of the show. Uh, this one I thought was particularly noteworthy. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Ashley. So the night of mine and my husband's five-year anniversary when we were dating, he took me out to dinner and he was trying to throw me off the scent that he was going to propose. So he point blank told me in the car I'm not proposing tonight, so don't get your hopes up. And I just started to sob in the car, crying. So he had to watch me cry and be upset all through dinner and then afterwards proposed. But it was awful. (laughs) It was was a terrible, terrible night with a great ending. I love listening. Thanks for all y'all do. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like other somebody else that we know um, who faked their soon-to-be fiance out by they knew they wanted to get engaged and she really wanted a ring and he gave her diamond earrings in a ring box just to mess with her so when she got the box she's like oh my gosh this This is is it it. then she opens it up there's beautiful diamond earrings in there but she's still disappointed because she wanted a ring (laughs) and what do you say if you're the girl because first of all diamond earrings uh yeah right and but then you're like i feel like you can't say out loud I thought you were going to propose, but then he, I think, was baiting her to say that. Like, oh, you thought I was going to propose? Right. Is that what you thought? Is that what you wanted? Anyways. I, I feel, I know what that guy was trying to do, Ashley's uh, boyfriend, now husband, I guess. Uh, but I know what he was trying to do, but that's a rookie mistake, man. You did that to me, but not when you were proposing. No, I didn't take you out on the boat and go, just so you know, we're going to go on a sunset boat ride, but no chance you're going to come back. No a, proposal a, a, for you. Have yeah. we ever told that story? That that you, we got drunk one night when we were dating and Jeff was like, you totally want to marry me. And we had never discussed marriage. And I was like, I do not want to marry you. And this went on for like three or four minutes, which in drunk time is like 10, 20 minutes, a month, a month. And, um, I finally was like, fine, but you want to marry me too. And then Jeff like stone 
faced looked at me and he's like, actually, I don't. And I'd appreciate you not bringing it up because I'm just not there right now. And I was like, <laughs> it killed the whole night. And I think at that point you had either been ring shopping or you had talked, but he shut me down and I was trying to be like cool girl. Cause he had been through a divorce and I didn't know where he stood. And then that night he totally shut it down. And then did that, did, then did we get in a huge fight about it? Or no, did we I, didn't get in a fight, but I was like, Oh my God, I just totally I ruined, ruined this it. whole relationship. I was trying to be so cool. And then I said that. And now, Oh my gosh. Sorry about that. It's all worked out well in the end. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We have just crossed a milestone, 300 episodes of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. 300. Do you want to have your mind blown even more? Yeah. We are a month away from our official one-year launch date, one-year anniversary. So crazy. That and... Uh, we have to go back and look because, and we won't get into it now, the, the shit, we're already running a little bit long on the show, but um, over the next week or so, we'll have to go back and see what day our first show was because our first show was just to make sure the technology worked and everything. And y'all embraced it so much. That we launched early. That we ended up doing a show like every other day or every third day, just because the first one took off so quickly and we're like, oh my gosh. So that by the time we launched on August 8th with our official launch, like we had already, we were like five shows in. Yeah. So August 8th will be our official like anniversary date, but like August 8th is is our anniversary date. Like that's our first official whatever. But sometime at the end of July. Uh, that was the launch of our daily show. That was the launch of our daily show. But sometime at the end of July, we got drunk and made out. And so we have to honor that date too. But we, it was early August when we got, when we became official. Yes. I was like, what is he talking about? I get it. Hey, Carolyn, Jeff, it's Ashley from Vegas. Um, I was living for your filet of fish sandwich conversation. Never thought to put fries on it. And you guys were talking about the best McDonald's french fries like perfectly salted, hot and fresh. So a secret I learned in high school, like 15 years ago, a friend of mine worked there. You can ask for your fries not salted and then they have to make you a new batch. So they're going to be hot and fresh because they salt them every time they come out of the fryer. And then you ask for salt. You can like perfectly salt them exactly how you want them. So, all right. Have a great day. Love you guys. Bye. We are now in the second half of 2020. Let's all make resolutions as though it's New Year's. And we'll just start 2020 right now. If one of your resolutions involves money and saving money, did you know that refinancing your credit card balances will lower your interest rate and save you money? You don't have to be a financial expert to do that. You just got to have friends who know what they're doing. And that's what Lightstream is. You can get a fixed rate credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream and you could save thousands because rates start at just 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. The average credit card interest rate is over 
over 19% APR. So you can save thousands of dollars in a year. The application is completely online and you can even get your money into your bank account as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes the people with good credit deserve a better loan experience and that's exactly what they deliver. Upside listeners can apply today for a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way though to get this discount is go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. Subject credit approval rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount terms and conditions apply and offered subject change without notice visit latestream.com slash upside for more information hey guys it's abby and i'm calling with my proposal story where i was in a foul mood uh, my then boyfriend took me to new york city to propose and when we got off the plane he said something like our hotel's not ready so let's just walk around central park And I was like, oh, man, I'm tired. I don't want to be dragging my suitcase through here. And he is like hoofing it through the park, obviously, because he was really excited to propose. I'm just dragging my suitcase behind, just complaining the whole way. And then he sees this gazebo where you have to go down a bunch of steps. And he's like, oh, let's go down there. And I'm like, I don't want to take my suitcase all the way down there. Next thing I know, he's just picking up both suitcases and, again, just flying down those stairs. And I'm kind of just dragging my feet behind him. And then he says, here, let me take my, your picture. And I said something like, oh, I don't even look that pretty. And he goes, you always look pretty. And will you be my wife? And proposed. And then obviously I was in a great mood after that. So thanks for letting me share that story. Bye, guys. Hi, Callie. Hi, Jeff. This is Christina calling about couples having disagreements or arguing when there's a proposal involved. And I had to call to talk about the day my fiance proposed. He was having major car issues like his friend was fixing the car and then he ended up having to take it to a shop well I had to go pick him up during his lunch break to take him to get his car and he was barely speaking to me and I was getting annoyed with him because I didn't do anything to the car but I didn't know that he's planning to propose a few hours later so he needs his car he needs transportation and I was getting annoyed with him But then about four hours later, he proposes in the sweetest, most romantic way on both ends of proposals. I guess someone is going to end up being stressed. And in that case, it was him. Okay, bye. Good morning, Kelly and Jeff. I'm listening to the most recent podcast, uh, Barbecue Ice Cream, I think is what it's called. But anyways, you guys are talking about proposal stories, and I have one for you guys. My husband and I have been married for almost three years now, um, and part of the things that we like to do as a couple, or like we did before our kids, was go hiking. And um, But the way he proposed specifically was he wanted to go hiking in McLola Falls. The actual hiking trail, not the walking one, but like the actual hike of the mountain in the woods, rocks, everything. And I was not having it because he wanted to go up there at like, I think it was like 7, 8 a.m. And I was in a cranky mood because I'm not a morning person. Well, sure enough, by the time we got up there and he proposed, I was like, oh, I felt dumb. So that was my story. Bye. Hey guys, it's Laura and Marietta. I'm so glad you're doing Moms on Call. It was a lifesaver for us. Both of our girls are sleeping 12 hours straight at six weeks. It is witchcraft. Whatever this method is, works, works, works. But you may have kicked in the bed because 
people are really funny about sleep training. Anyway, I know it'll work for you guys. Can't wait to hear what they have to say on the show in August. Hey, it's Chriselle, the girl that called about the Taco Bell um, hot sauce. That is so sweet of that lady to say that she would send me some. But what happened was the day that I called, I actually went to Kroger and they had one. So I bought it, but I'm sure they'll restock and one will last us a little bit. But thank you so much. That was the sweetest offer ever. Bye. I just had to stop the show today when you made the statement, comparison is the thief of joy. Wow. I need to say that every single day. We compare ourselves to others in so many things. I just want to say thanks for putting that out there. I am definitely going to put that on my mirror. I can see it every day. Thanks, guys. Bye. Love you. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. <laughs> 